man, what's up, family? Welcome back to another episode of Hey Man, Say Man Radio. And as always, I'm your host, DJ Magistus. I want to welcome all my listeners back. And for the new listeners coming, welcome. Hope you enjoy yourself. Hope you enjoy our topics and conversation. Uh, first, we're going to start off shouting out our sponsor. This show is sponsored by Heavy D's Mobile Laundry. They are the best mobile laundry service in Texas. They have the best prices in Texas. Not only do they pick up, but they also deliver. So make sure y'all hit them up at Heavy D's ML19. Check them out and the pictures speak for themselves. My clothes smell real good today. Thank you, Heavy D's. And that's going to slide us into our Black-owned business portion of the show. The first Black-owned business that we're going to shout out is Classy Cousins Cookie. Yes, I said it, Classy Cousins Cooking, and they cook very classy-like. If you check out their page, you'll see all kinds of delicious food that they make and put your pre-order in. I promise you will not be disappointed. So y'all go to Instagram and hit up Classy Cousins Cooking. Our second business that we'll be promoting today is Kofir Meeks. At Kofir Meeks, they make great lashes for the ladies. So when y'all want to go out and look nice, you got your hair done, you got your outfit right, you need them lashes to complete that outfit. So make sure you hit up Kofir Minx on Instagram. Number three that we'll be promoting today is A Makes Awesome Stuff. Ashir makes dope shirts, socks, pants, seat covers, whatever it is that you want to print on, she can do it for you. And also to add on to that, she had a little bit more black girl magic and now she's a travel agent. So make sure if y'all want to take a trip, you can also hit up for your travel agent. So make sure y'all go to A Makes Awesome Stuff on Instagram. Our last business that we'll be promoting today is Cadres19 on Instagram. They make great daiquiris and they also make food. And check this out, their daiquiris are not wine-based. It's the real deal, you feel me? So make sure y'all go and get it. I went already. I like the Nipsey Hustle. So if whatever kind that you want, they'll make it for you. And they got great names for them. So, and they great people. So y'all go check them out. Cadres19 on Instagram. Now that concludes our black-owned business portion of the show. If you got a black-owned business out there and you want it to be promoted on my show, make sure you hit me up at Heavy D's Boss 89. We can work something out, put put your business out there and connect you with people. I'm always about connecting the community. So y'all hit me up. Now, for today's episode, episode number five. Episode number five will be called The United States of America versus the Melanated People. Now, I'm sure we've all been watching the recent news and what's been going on and how many injustices that they're showing on the news, even though there are probably way more that don't get shown on the news. But let's discuss that today. Why does it happen? Why are we the target? What is it about us that makes the United States feel that they have to be against us? the systems that they have set in place, the laws that they have set in place. Well, today I want to touch on just a small portion because it's a big pie. I'm just going to touch on a small slice of it because if I went over the whole pie, we'll be here for years, for centuries, because that's how long it's been going on. But we're going to talk about the United States right now. The portion that I'm going to touch on today is an important one, public housing. 
Now, if you've listened to one of my earlier episodes, I talked about how public housing was not made for black people. I know the stereotype is all black people own public housing. Trust me, it was a system in place that made that happen. So, let's go back to the beginning. In 1933, while the Great Depression was going on, you know, a lot of people were homeless. People lost their jobs, not just black people, everybody. Stock market crashes, whole countries just in turmoil, right? So Franklin D. Roosevelt comes up with the New Deal. And a part of that New Deal was public housing. See, at the beginning of public housing, it was only given to homeless white people not homeless black people. So they had already wrote up this system in place that was not for us. And even when the federal government got involved, there was still no place for black people. It was given to World War II vets before it was given to us. So some of this information that I'm studying comes from a book called The Color of Law. So y'all go check out that book because it has a lot of information in it and other research that you can find because this is important and I'm going to explain why it's important. Now, when they started to give black people public housing, they put white people in suburbs and gave black people the projects. Now, I'm sure some of you may know this already. Some of you may have not. But The projects is what they gave us. Or your hood, whatever it is. They populated black people in one area so that they can control what we do. They took away all our resources. When the white people left, so did the resources. So these people that are coming from nothing, moving to these public housing and they getting all these grants. Well, I'm sorry, not grants. They getting all this assistance right? You get your food stamps and you get your Medicaid and you get your child support. We wasn't on that at first. We were together. But see, when they, when they present you with something that you really can't refuse, I mean, think about this. If a woman has three children and They're homeless with her husband. She's married. Her and her husband have three children and they're homeless. She gets offered a housing voucher that says you and your children can stay, but he can't live here. That mother is left with a choice. The choice is either she leave with her husband and her and her children sleep on the street until they come up or do she leave her husband behind and he got to pay for the way that they living off of what the government gives I've referred to this movie a few times please go and watch the movie Claudine that's where I first got the understanding of public housing When it was given to us, it was used as a tool to break up the black household. If you're you're in a place where 
for one, uh, especially during that time, it wasn't as easy for black men to find good paying jobs. So in, in certain situations, they had to leave off to go find better jobs. And by that time you leave your family behind, people grow apart. Mama got to do something with these children. So she has to be on government assistance because that that is the only way that she can be able to try to go to work and try to maintain something. It was built that way. Somebody sat down and wrote those laws that way. Public housing was just a gateway to some of the shit that goes on now. Your redlining, your gentrification, those White people that lived in those neighborhoods decades ago are now coming back. And they pushing you out. Soon, they gonna have all of us in one area again where they know where we are. All of us, some of us have lived in the hood, but all of us have seen the results. Whether it be on the news, whether it be in person, whatever it is, we've seen the results of this new deal that still is in effect to this day I mean think about it how many times do we look on the news and see that they promote oh it's so much black on black crime in the neighborhood it's so much black on black crime in the neighborhood but it's called proximity killing people kill those that they are around White people kill white people. Hispanic people kill Hispanic people. Asians kill Asians. But it's different when somebody who's supposed to be out here protecting you is killing you. The the government that you're supposed to put your trust in because you vote. And they can they can flip that on you. They they pretend to be a part of your culture to get your vote. And then when it's over with. This public housing shit is still here. And you know what's crazy? We get put off into this public housing system and we make fun of each other. We we talk so bad about people that live in the projects, but really some of them really don't have a fucking choice because of the circumstances. That, That public housing situation that we was put in, the shit that we had to do to survive in that situation, it was made like that. When you put people in a certain place and you take all their resources away from them, what are they left with? Of course, they'll eat each other alive. They either going to unite to come against those that's oppressing them or they're going to eat each other alive. And every time we've tried to unite and come against our oppressor, we shot down. But as long as we eating each other alive, it's not a problem. Because it's a project. Think about that. It's a project. You got people out there that, you know, we all love where we come from. We love the camaraderie. But just think about the mentality that's in the places that we that we represent. When you when you ask yourself, Who did this? Why was it made like this? It was made like this because it's always been the United States versus the melanated people. Everybody else that comes to this country gets a certain leg up besides us that that have been here. That were already here. 
when you learn how to deal with your enemy, you learn how to move in certain ways. You got to think about it, people. This country that we live in has always been built on war, and they use war tactics. Public housing was a war tactic to put the white people in the suburban areas and take those resources over there to them so that way we don't have anything. Even when certain resources are moved overseas, they still have companies here that those people can work for. Think about it. If they've been if they've been doing that kind of shit since the 30s and the 40s, those people have had children, have had things to pass down to their children. You got big major companies that have seven generations of people that have worked for them in, in high places. And here we are going to college trying to get to that high place, but somebody who hasn't been where we've been can get there because of who that bloodline is. We have to change our way of thinking. Yeah. The goal is to make it off public housing. The goal is to make it off child support. The goal is to make it off of all of that shit. But when you become comfortable in that, in that environment, it breeds certain shit. Our neighborhoods that we live in, we should be protecting it. The police came into Breonna Taylor's home. Her black man tried to protect her and she paid the ultimate fucking price. And they more worried about shots at the wall than shots in a melanated human being. As I stated yesterday, I know Malcolm said the ballot or the bullet. I said the ballot and the bullet because while we stand at the ballot, they shoot us with the bullets. And they still tell you to go vote. Because you think when, when you go vote, it ain't another motherfucker like the black dude that was with them in this whole situation with Brianna. You don't think there's more of them out there that pretend to be on our side? Black people. Let's stop letting these people come in and pretend to be on our side. Because them same ones gave us the public housing system. Them same ones told the black woman that the black man can't be there. Told the black woman you can only make a certain amount of money. You damn near got to be poor to continue to keep this shit. I know somebody feel me out there. I can't be lying. I done been to the food stamp office before. I see what it do. You can't come up in there looking like you got a million bucks. When you on housing. They know your income. You make over a certain amount of income, they'll raise your rent up to the point to where you really don't even fucking need them. That's that, But the goal is to get off of that. But we don't have a lot of those resources. So we do go and get these jobs. We do go and try to get these $15, $16 an hour jobs to make it out of this system. But no matter how hard we climb, they still try to come up with different ways. And of course, us being melanated people, we find innovative ways to keep going and keep striving. That's what makes us magical. But this this public housing system was just a gateway to bringing crack into our neighborhood. To bringing AK-47s and Dracos and shit into our neighborhood. Bringing confusion. 
because we were all grouped in one area. If, if, if they can pick out a patrol team to patrol this one area, they know what damn near everybody at. That's why if you in the wrong neighborhood, if you black and you in the white neighborhood, they feel like, what the fuck you doing here? You supposed to be in the projects. You supposed to be where the system set you to be. You in the wrong place. We all have got those looks. It's because even, even, even when people from other countries come over here, a lot of that shit has already been told to them. Now, it's crazy that it's hard for us to find a job, a, a great job living in the hood, but the foreigners can come and make a shitload of money off of the little money that we do make and feel like they can charge us whatever they want to. Where we live, in our in our hoods, in the hood, the, the, the Arab can come with a single store. A pack of cigarettes be seven, eight dollars. He finna make $10, $12 off this one pack charging you a, charging you damn near a dollar per cigarette. He finna make $20 off this motherfucker. He charging you a dollar per cigarette. They even take down six packs of sodas and charge you extra for it. For, no, for, for, for the reason... To, to continue to capitalize off your little dollars. And the day that you go up in there and ask, you 20 cents short, you a dollar short, he won't even let you get it. But he'll let you come in there and clean his store up for a couple bills, clean up his parking lot. So he coming to your hood and able to extort you, extort us all. With no, with no kind of repercussions and no problems. And a lot of us going there and skiing and green with them motherfuckers, man. You may not live in a project like some shit you see on TV or in New York somewhere, but you live in the hood. It is all still the same. It is that general area, urban area. You know, some of us had hoods where the train tracks is in the middle of the hood when you're trying to go to bed at night. I lived on Homestead. You can hear the fucking train shake our house as it passed by at night. They would lay on the horn all night long riding through our neighborhood. When you go to the nice, real nice neighborhoods, you don't see that. The dumps that's close to these urban areas. It's, it's ridiculous. You look around the hood, if you, if, if you look on your map where the pedophiles are, they're all over the hood. They have literally, the system has made this place a cesspool. And we're all trying to claw our way out of it. And the, the public housing system has got us so fucked up that we turn against each other. One person get a dollar more than the next person. Now he the king of the projects. But the owner can kick us all up out this motherfucker and shut this bitch down. So what are you really the king of? King of your ego. If we're going to talk about the hood as ours, 
we're going to have to protect the hood. The police can't just come into our neighborhood and be able to shoot our women. But the public housing system has allowed them to do so because they don't have to respect us. There's not a law out there that uh, 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 the white supremacy system has to respect about us at all. It's a choice for them. We don't have a choice. Yes, of course, we got black millionaires, black billionaires. Of course, some of us out there are hustling hard, got nice material shit. But they still gun us down like trash on the street. So what the money mean? $12 million was given to Breonna Taylor's family. And I'm sure that'll do their family a lot of good, you know? Especially in a time like this. But the money will never bring back what happened. Would never take up for what happened. Would never bring them back that closure, that comfort of seeing that man get behind bars and get what he deserved. Nobody worries about the PTSD that her boyfriend has. Ain't no money gonna fix that. That her mother has, that her family has. They tried to get her ex-boyfriend to say all kinds of shit. This is the system that we live in. And I'm just covering a small piece. We love this place that we call the hood, but it was designed for us to be here. There are neighborhoods where we settled in after slavery, Fifth Ward, Third Ward, and other places around Houston. They have gentrified those places. Fifth Ward is still Fifth Ward for right now. Oba best believe within the next five years, they coming to gentrify that thing. While we fight each other. They sit back and write laws. Underlining laws. To keep us out. What is the stunning about? When they stun harder. We got to realize what system that we working with. Somebody sits down and writes up a law to keep you out of a certain area. Yeah, we'll let a few black people move into this neighborhood, but I'm sure people like that have dealt with HOA from many stories that I've heard, they treat black people a lot different than they do everybody else. Now, everybody's experience is not the same, but just because your experience is not the same don't mean it don't happen to the rest of us. Since the beginning, since we step, since the Europeans stepped foot on this place we call North America, it has been them against us. And that's how it's always been. We have to stand up and protect each other. The law doesn't protect us, not the way that it should. We got to protect each other. The housing system broke down the black family. It took the father out of the home. 
It left the mother to raise the children on, on her own. It's not easy for a mother to raise children on her own because it's not meant to be that way. And then you develop a cycle. Well, he grew up without a father. So he may take that mentality and burn off like his father. So you got some that don't. You got some that do. But it develops a cycle. It developed irresponsible pregnancies. It developed all of these different things that we we weren't dealing with in that kind of way. They put us in the same type of place that they put the Jews in. Except when we're, our concentration camp is open. We can leave and go and come as we please. But they can come and do anything they want to us as they please. Don't get it twisted, people. This system of white supremacy stretches long ways. And the more we realize that when we vote, this public housing system still exists. Nobody talking about that. Nobody's talking about the damage that has been done to our people from being in this place. Yes, it's great when we get an opportunity to move out the hood or move to a better neighborhood. But that don't mean you get to down people and say that they didn't work hard enough because you don't know their situation. If you're not there to help, then what the fuck you there for? The system has kicked us down enough. It's time for us to stand up. If you're not hustling the way that you should, it's time to. Get in touch with oneself. Knowledge of self is a motherfucker. Knowledge of self will open you up to things that are going on around you. Black men, we got to understand that that was a cycle that was put together for us. As soon as slavery was over, they rushed us to the jailhouse. when we was getting college, you had the ones that was getting college educations, they tried to make them seem as if they were on top of us that didn't get a college education. So now you have a separation. Then let's not even talk about the colorism separation. What we call bougie. Motherfuckers that act bougie towards each other. That's always been that. That was during slavery. Who had the best slave master? It goes on now. Because even when you step out the projects, you still are part of their system. Because you still look like the person that come from the projects. That's the way it's set up. This is not a complaint. This is facts. If you live in the hood, if you live in Houston, go ride through Third Ward. Tell me what Third Ward look like. It don't look like it did when I was a kid. You see white people running with dogs in Third Ward. When I was coming up, that shit wasn't allowed. What? Come on, y'all. This shit is real. This is not something that needs to be overlooked and looked over. You know, there are people out there who do need the assistance 
that that the government gives and there are those out there playing with it and not and not doing it for what it's supposed to or even helping others they just out there fucking it off fucking it up for those who actually do need it we we have to understand what we're dealing with When they give out this government assistance, a lot of times the man have to pay for it. You have bitter situations in in relationships. The the woman will be bitter that the man left. She'll go put him on child support. You got the man that'll be bitter that the woman don't want to be with him no more. And he burn out and leave. As Kanye said, it's called the ghetto university. The school of hard knocks. Why do our hard knocks have to be filled with detriment? Why do we have to split up our families just to live how they say that we should live? In that situation where a woman would have had to choose between being homeless on the street with her husband and children and being in this project, what if she would have chose to stay out there with her husband and children? You got some people out there, some black people out there be like, you stupid. He would have just had to understand. And you got some women that be like, nah, we're going to stand together. We're going to stand strong out here. When he make it, I make it. But ever since the beginning, they have always used the black woman against us. Offered her a higher up position. So that way, she always feel ahead. And that's not a disrespect to black women at all. Period. I'm not saying that black women don't deserve to be where they are because you do. But it shouldn't be okay for somebody to use you to clown us. Because of the cycle that we got caught up into. The housing system produced ghetto life, produced project life, to where they was able to drop drugs off in the hood, where they was able to to pull up on one person from another side, and the police able to pull up on one person from this side of town and say, such and such said this about you, now you beefing with something over what the law said. They play dirty games like that. And they know what we are. They ride by our neighborhoods every day looking at our black faces. Waiting on the one day that we even sneeze wrong. And that's our ass. It's not always that we doing something wrong. We living. We living in a system that was given to us. And we all want to break free. Keep on hustling to break free. But no matter where we go, they going to always look at us the same. Because the mentality has been driven into them also. That's all that they've known for black people to live in detriment. They don't talk about Black Wall Street. They don't talk about the black people that was booming in Slocum, Texas. 
They don't talk about the sets for black people that was in Houston. They they put it out there as we are ghetto children. Right? And then when we get rappers on TV, you got actual rappers that don't come from the ghetto that have an opportunity to show a different side. No, they go straight to the to the hood shit. Because that's what white people want to hear. They want to hear us talk about how we gonna murk each other, how we just sold four chickens and fish scales and all that bullshit, man. Niggas still talking about selling dope they was doing in the 80s. And and we poison our area. You call me whatever you want to, my nigga. If you don't like what I'm saying, you can find the exit. It's the truth. We poison our area. We not strong enough to fight. If they was to come through right now, shit, we on the serve, we on the pills, we fucked up, we all of that shit. It may not be all of us, but it's a, it's a large sum of us. We more prepared to kill each other than the real fucking enemy, man. That shit crazy. That's the mentality that's been built up from the system that they put us in. If you ask me, it's PTSD. But they don't think that we feel pain, so they wouldn't call it that. But it is. It's PTSD. From generations after generation after generation after generation of destruction of melanated people in the system, whether it be the jail system, the housing system, the school system, the food system, whatever it is, is built to kill us. And when they put us in these projects, they put some of the worst shit in our neighborhoods. You got the liquor store in your neighborhood. You got the Chinese spot in your neighborhood. You got the cleaners owned by the Asian in your neighborhood. Arab on the corner store in the gas station. You see what I'm saying? When we come out there and try to own something in the hood, we look down upon each other because we so used to what they giving. Because we know the tendencies of other black folk that ain't shit. We think, oh, that's the first thing that this person gonna come with. Like my little cousin, John John. You know what I'm saying? You think he gonna be like John John. When really, this person actually cares about their product that they're selling to you and wants you to like it. It's the mentality. We have to change that mentality if we ever gonna get anywhere. If we ever gonna get to a point to where we liberated, we we gonna have to dig within ourselves to break this shit. We got to let go of their religion. We got to let go of their way of living. We got to build up our own beliefs. Speak these things. Stop. Speak these things to existence. Stop letting them tell you what they have is good and what you have is bad. Voodoo is only evil to those who don't know shit about it. All of these 
movies that tell you about these spells and all that other shit. Every time we talk, it is a spell. All of these words in the English language are bastardized. They come from somewhere else. That's why you got so, so, so many English words that mean so many different things. We put it to this system, folks. We live around this. This is what we raise our children in. And then, you know, for those that do move out of the hood, those that in the hood look down on you. Because they feel like, well, shit, you should be living here with me. They caught up in the same system, so sometimes it go both ways. If we all understood that no matter where we are in this country, if we do not unite, we will die. Until we understand that, we'll never come together. See, niggas don't want to hear coming together shit because it don't stroke your ego. It feel good to say you're going to pop a nigga with the Draco. Well, guess what? The real enemy, you can't pop him with no Draco because he protected. You killing small fish. You killing the ones that look like you. We talk down on the ones that look like us because the way the system set it up. Now, that don't mean that we have to continue to be like that because we don't. Everybody's not like that. But we have a big portion of our community that is. Breonna Taylor, from what we've read and from what people have said, was not that kind of person. She was a perfect example of somebody who was doing what she was supposed to do in the house with her man laying down getting ready for work. Just like the lady that was in there playing the game with her nephew and the police officer walked in there and popped her, killed her. They don't respect us. They don't, they don't respect black men. They don't respect black women. They don't respect black children. Tamir Rice was 12 years old. They come into our neighborhoods and kill us and get away with it and chunk our family some bread because they feel like we can be bought. We gotta wake up melanated people. Whatever culture you in, you, you listening to this, wherever you at in this country, you need to understand that when you participate in the shit that they say about black people, you just as bad as them. Because if you want me to be frank, we are the original. I don't care if you call yourself a, a Aborigine, American Indian, you're Hispanic. Africa was the birthplace of humanity. And their skin was dark. So when somebody knows that about you throughout history, it is fucking driven into their head. Those that are have those that are in charge. See, you have those you have white people, then you have those that are in charge. The one that you arguing with on the freeway that's a Trump supporter, he got he ain't got as much power as the motherfucker with the real pen. The one that's got the more more power than the president. The one that's really running the show. Or the ones that's really running the show, the group. 
We don't have to get off into the Bilderbergs and Rothschilds and all these people. Those people running the show. We just playing puppet. We, we eat whatever they feed us. They tell us what's good, what's cool, where to live. Being in the hood is cool if you listen to rap music. Getting shot at is cool. Robbing niggas is cool. When we gonna change that, bro? Cause when I was a little boy, that shit was cool. I'm 30. Niggas still think that shit's cool. Like, niggas been selling crack since the 80s. We, we gotta elevate to something different. And I'm living testament. Not saying that I sold crack, but I chose to do something different. I worked regular jobs. I did a little hustle. But it, it it doesn't mean nothing when you can get it how you supposed to get it when you ain't got to worry about nothing. And I don't knock nobody's hustle. You do what you have to do to survive out there because we caught up in this system. Certain things I understand. And a lot of this shit starts from the public housing system. When you listen to your favorite rapper tell his story, he say, yeah, I grew up in the projects. I grew up in the hood. I grew up in the ghetto. And whatever city, state he from, he get the name in streets, neighborhoods, avenues, blocks, whatever. It all starts right there. And the music reflects what goes on in the hood. Nobody trusting nobody. Everybody robbing everybody. Everybody fucking on a certain chick in the hood. Everybody, it's it's the same story every time. And some of them, some of them fools ain't even from the hood, but they heard another rapper say, or they know somebody that stay in the hood, or they visit their cousin who be in the hood all the time. And they make the real ones that are, are there trying to make a change seem bad. We got to watch out for those. Those are the ops. Those that don't want to bring the community together. Because we know that our oppressor is not going to do nothing but continue to keep writing laws against us. When they talking about naming the law after Breonna Taylor? And look at what they do. That one, that one small piece, public housing, opens up a gateway to millions of other things that go on in the hood. Because public housing is how the fuck we got there. That's real talk. Like I said, y'all check out the book called The Color of Law. Look it up on Google. You can listen to the lectures. I can't think of his name right now. It's not coming to the top of my head. But look it up. It'll talk about it. Hell, just look up gentrification and redline. Look around your neighborhood and peep how shit going. Some people live in projects with, you know, with people that's lived up 40 years in one project, one hood, 40 years in that one apartment. Because they make it to where you can become comfortable. 
we got to change the narrative. That's why I named this episode the United States versus the Melanated People. Because there has always been a vendetta against us. And it'll always be that. I'm not preaching hate. I'm preaching truth. You go back in history to where it didn't become them against us. I promise you, if, yeah, there was other slavery going on. Yeah, white people were slaves. But they don't still feel the effects of that slavery to this day. To this day. <laughs> Real talk. We got to break this project system. If it's going to be the United States versus the melanated people, the melanated people need to get together. More lawyers, more different kind of representation, more black-owned businesses to where we don't have to spin with them. If it's going to be like that, we can spin with our own people. Give black businesses the same chance that you give these white-owned businesses. Give them the same chance. And also, y'all seen about the guy at Wells Fargo said that the reason why there's not a lot of black people at the at his bank at the bank is because it's a lack of of talent. Are you serious? We are very very intellectual people. Even if some of us never read a book. Some of us know somebody out there who ain't even graduated school, he finished school in the ninth grade and still is intellectual. You telling me there was not enough qualified black people to become a banker? Are you serious? Because they feel like you come from the ghetto and you stupid. That's the reason why they do what they do. That's why you can walk into Gucci and they'll follow you around the store because they think you don't got no money because you come from the ghetto. Nobody talks about white people coming from the, the public housing system. They still own it to this day. It's more of them on it than us. They don't talk about that. They talk about how bad we own it, how bad the Hispanics own it. And to be honest... Uh, some of them some some of them come together and don't need it either just like some of us don't have it but it's the stereotype the system that was set in place when you name your child something you name your son Dequarion the first thing they put him with is ghetto they don't ask what it means it could be a name passed down through generations in the family nah he ghetto. Your name is Shaniqua. You ghetto. It's crazy. They make fun of us for living in a place that they designed for us to live in. A lot of those black people that own their homes, the city try to force them to, to sell it. Some people need that money and got to do what they got to do. It's sad. 
we we have to find knowledge of self. We have to break away from European thought, European ways of thinking, ways of living, and get back to our natural sense, being that one with nature. Now, I'm not saying I'm a big vegan or none of that, but I, I'm slowly starting my journey. I'm 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 learning just like everybody else. I'm a student of life. And I just share the things that I learned with my listeners. And I appreciate y'all for loving to listen because who knows who wants to hear this information? Who knows somebody that don't know this? And I hope that I hope that this opens you up to what the plan really is. If if y'all listen to a song, which I'm sure a lot of us heard it. It's called Cell Therapy by Goody Mob. Ooh, that peeking in my window. Y'all know it. Listen to that song. You got you got different things out there that give you insight to the system that we living in. You got to pay attention. They blind you with loving hip-hop and P-Valley and, and all of this other useless ass shit that you don't get nothing from. It's just like eating fast food. You digest it and shit it right back out. And it leaves you with nothing. I ain't saying we can't watch entertainment. But we need more of something to make you think. At least a show out there that can make you think. Instead of them putting it out there and addressing it as something else. Kind of like Underworld, Rise of the Lichens. That's about us. If you really watch that movie, that's about us. If you if you watch every hood movie, it tells you what the hood is about. But it never tells you how we got there. That's how hard they made it for us. If Houston Housing Authority say they was giving away a thousand vouchers, that office would be loaded with people because they put us in a position where we have no choice and I ain't knocking nobody. We got to survive out here. What I'm saying is recognize what's going on out here. Let's stop being so quick to look down on each other because at the end of the day, we all in this shit together. When they see one of us, they know they don't they know they can't kill us all. So they, they try to kill us in different ways. And this was one of the ways. You know how many how many black people done died from living in the ghetto? That was that was set up by people from the outside of the ghetto. It's real out here. As my brother used to say. <laughs> so we don't have very much time left on the show. But. I want to say. You know. I do believe that we can come together. And unite for something. I do believe that. We can. We can overcome a lot of the bullshit that we go through and try to mean. We got to kick out the motherfuckers who don't want to be a part of the plan and let them figure out what the fuck they going to do. 
Because I'm tired of looking on the TV and seeing us getting shot in the back, shot in the head, shot in the face, choked to death. Shot in front of our kids. We have to protect each other. We have to come together. Even though that's hard to say. That's hard shit to say. But it's the truth. Haiti Haiti was able to take Haiti back because they all came together. It was either live or die. That's where we at, black people. The ballot and the bullet. Not the ballot or the bullet. The ballot and the bullet. We stand at the ballot. They pull us over and shoot us with the bullet. And they got laws to protect them. They got surety bonds and all kinds of shit. That protect them. Well, we got to protect us. Think about that. Can't use your gun everywhere. Can't fight everybody. You got to think. Because the people that's writing these laws is already trying to hide smart. They already doing the thinking. But they not thinking with us in mind. You ask yourself. After this election is over, whether it be Trump, whether it be Biden, This project system is still here. This public housing system is still here. They still gonna be dropping drugs off in the hood. Still gonna be selling dope in the hood. Still gonna be killing each other. Still gonna be doing the same shit. This president, this will be president, what, number 46? And we still going through the same shit that we went through from the first one under the United States. We have to quit letting them write the narrative, black people. We have to. We have to break the public housing system, the mentality. Because it is the United States versus the melanated people. That concludes our show for the day. This has been episode number five. I appreciate all of my listeners, all of my new listeners. If you're out there, I appreciate y'all. I will be continuing to come with more fire content. I try to make longer episodes, you know, depending on how I feel when it comes to me and what subject we talking about. Um, And also, thank y'all for listening to my other plays, you know. Aisha did a great job on our last episode. I really enjoyed that one. And I'm going to try to keep that going. We get people on here with good vibes and all of that. And it won't be her last episode. So, in closing, y'all, once again, I appreciate y'all. This has been Hey Man, Say Man Radio. Don't forget to check out our sponsor, Heavy D's Mobile Laundry. They have the greatest prices in town, the greatest service in town. And they pick up and deliver. So please make sure y'all hit them up on Instagram at heavydsml19. Y'all be safe out there. Peace.